Hi, thanks for joining us on Hometown to Hollywood. This is Bonnie Wallace, author of Top Hollywood Acting Teachers and Young Hollywood Actors. And today my guest on this podcast is triple threat Sydney James Harcourt. Sydney has performed on some of the world's finest concert stages, including Radio City Music Hall, Avery Fisher Hall, and Carnegie Hall. He's appeared on and off Broadway, starring in productions like Hamilton, the original Broadway company, and first replacement for Aaron Burr, Disney's The Lion King, where he played Simba, Green Day's American Idiot, and was most recently seen as Joe Scott in the critically acclaimed original American cast of Bob Dylan's Girl from the North Country at the Public Theater. You've seen him in films and on TV series, including Blue Bloods, NCIS, Elementary, Younger, The Good Wife, Law and & Order, and Disney's Enchanted. He's toured across North America from coast to coast and played sold out stadiums from Australia to Indonesia to Puerto Rico. Sydney, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks. You make me sound like, remind me that I've like done a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> It's something to hear it all together. And it's, I'm sure that's not even like all at all, but like it is something, isn't it? It is. It's a, like a reminder at times when you feel like, you know, you know, what am I doing? What, am, you know, what's going on? Like I haven't achieved enough. And then you hear stuff like that and you're like, oh, wait, that's all true. Okay. You know, I'm doing okay. <laughs> that's me. I did all those things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It's cool. I think I think it's good for all of us to be reminded from time to time of how much we have accomplished. Yes. It's too easy, especially in this business, to feel like you're only as good as your last project. And that, you know, if you aren't currently working on something, then you're doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just not true. It's, it's not. not it's not true and the nature of this industry is it's going to be cyclical. Yes. You know? 100%. There'll be long periods of time of you know where you especially for those of us who have been in the eight show a week lifestyle it can be such a dramatic change to then not be in a show uh, and not have that structure and you know it's important to remember that you know there are more things coming in the future and that you have done so many things in the past. And there are seasons in life yeah. and, in, and in work. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, when did you know that you wanted to be an actor, that you wanted this life? Hmm. As it pertains to acting specifically, I didn't know I wanted to be an actor. Um, I would say until maybe I got to New York to pursue, you know, this musical theater dream. I knew I wanted to live in the world of fantasy as a very young, young kid, like before the age of five, seeing Singing in the Rain and thinking, if that's a real thing in the world, how do I get myself in that little box? How do I get in there? And that to me didn't mean I want to be an actor. Yeah. I saw the singing and I saw the dancing and that was the thing that I really identified with. And so um, I pursued music. Um, singing was really just my, my joy. It's what I could like just go away in my head. 
uh, and to my secret place and just enjoy the sounds of music, you know, either singing or playing something. Uh, and then um, later, when I was a teenager, I picked up dancing. I sort of, you know, stumbled into it, um, no pun intended. And I decided to go into musical theater because I could sing and I could dance. I didn't equate, you know, needing acting training or something even, you know, remotely like that. I didn't equate that with my choice of musical theater. Even in college, I knew I had to take acting classes, but I still didn't think of myself as, oh, I'm an actor. That's, I've just chosen this business as an actor um, because musical theater encompasses you know, these multiple disciplines. Um, and I was of the mind at the time, um, having not really been exposed to like serious training, um, I w in, you know, uh, up until, you know, you're getting into college, I was of the mind that, hey, if you can memorize lines and you can talk, then you're acting. Um, <laughs> That's just great. <laughs> which actually some, you know, people in the business, actually, that is their sort of method. They're like, don't act for me, just talk, right? Um, so in, I guess, some sense, I wasn't wrong. And then in another sense, I was just so dead wrong. Um, but I, I suppose when I knew I wanted to be an actor was, uh, I would say, 10 years after I arrived in New York and had done after The Lion King, after these auditions for television and some of these things I had done because I had realized at a certain point um, that I wasn't, uh, I wasn't booking some things that I thought like were just, could be so easily mine because I didn't have any acting training. Wow. So, uh, you know, it was later for me that I decided um, and, you know, we'll probably get into, you know, that story. Uh, but it was later for me that I decided, oh, no, I want to be an actor and I need to go back to, and have training. And uh, so it was very late, even though I knew that show business and fantasy was for me before the age of five. That's amazing. Did you did you have anybody in particular who inspired you other than maybe, you know, I think Fred Astaire is, is being hinted at here. It was you know? Gene Kelly. Gene was, Kelly. Listen to me. Gene Kelly. Uh, well, I think uh, it was Gene it, Kelly. Donald O'Connor is in that movie as well as I mean, if you mention any MGM musical, it's Fred and it's Gene. Yeah. Um, you know, and there are many others. But in terms of the two like leading forces you know, you might be able to throw Bob Fosse in there, but he was still, he was later. Um, it was, it was Gene and it was Fred who were, I mean, I just love, but I don't know why. I, I think um, for me, Gene um, really, he was more fantasy of musical theater, you know, dancing with, you know, Jerry of Tom and Jerry and doing these just like ultra bright you know, saturated color films that had a lot of silliness where I felt that, um, that uh, Fred Astaire, uh, there was more realism because he would, 
it would he would be not like a painter tap dancing in the rain in France, but he would be a professional dancer who works for, you know, the club. And then he meets this woman at the hotel, you know, and, you know, so it, it, it didn't seem as fantasy to me, though, of course, it was fantasy because they're singing and dancing in movies. Um, but it really it was Gene early on. He's the first he's the first thing that, you know, took me down this path. Wow. So how did you get started then? You fall in love with this fantasy world when you're very small. What was the what was the trail of breadcrumbs from there to, you know, being in Hamilton and Broadway and The Lion King? Well, if we're going from there, from mm-hmm. uh from 5, you know, I you're not always in control of the path early on. Um, my mom put me in piano lessons at a very early age. Um, I mean, I probably sat down. I mean, there was a piano in the house and I do remember taking it like in kindergarten. So it had to be around four. I started, you know, getting um, at least introduced to musical training and then um, uh, public school um, uh, through, you know, um, elementary and middle. I just continued to be in the orchestra and do things. I wouldn't sing in front of anyone. Um, I was terribly, terribly, terribly shy. Uh, I, nobody in my family knew uh, that I liked to sing. I would wait until I knew I was alone. Um, and uh, I, um, I was, you know, when you get, you know, elementary school seemed like fun and games. Um, but, um, middle school was when it really started. I started to feel like I was being singled out for being different and, um, especially didn't want to draw attention to myself. I was, you know, 230 pounds at 510 and I had bad acne and, uh, I had a, a lith, a lith like, like this. I could not figure out how to say my S's. Um, and so I would avoid raising my hand to answer questions um, and try my best to think like, you know, three seconds ahead of all of my thoughts so that I could avoid all S words as anybody out there listening who has a lisp knows. And, you know, they are not something to be embarrassed of, but they are something that will get you made fun of as a kid, especially if you are different in any way, and I was different in like all the ways. Hi. With the entertainment industry changing every day, I'm continuing to work to be a source of inspiration and information in your life. As it's been for five seasons and over 120 episodes, the Hometown to Hollywood podcast will be there for you. Now, I'm asking you to be there for us. The podcast has been a labor of love for years, and now I'm asking if Hometown to Hollywood's been a friend to you, if it's helped, educated, and inspired you, please become a supporter of the podcast. For only $5 a month, the price of a latte, you can become a friend of the podcast and help me afford to continue to do the work that you've come to depend on for honest, insightful interviews that shed light on how to succeed in the entertainment industry. If you can afford it, pitch in $10 a month and become a good friend of the podcast. Your support helps supplement the people who can only give $5 a month. Join now. Just go to hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. That's hometowntohollywood.supportingcast.fm. 
www.thepeacekeepers.fm. And in just two clicks, you can have access to the complete version of this incredibly informative conversation, as well as each upcoming episode and the entire collection of over 120 past episodes. If you can't afford $5 a month to subscribe, the first 10 minutes of every episode will still be available for free. Subscribers get the full episodes delivered right to their inbox. Thank you. I appreciate your support, and I can't wait to share the exciting upcoming conversations with you. Meanwhile, if you could use some one-on-one coaching, invest in a video consultation session with me. Just go to hometowntohollywood.com and click on the consultation page. In 60 or 90 minutes, you can get peace of mind and a detailed action plan. Remember, the future belongs to those who believe in their dreams.